This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your a number of vaccination it. clinics this week around the region, including two in the Maine Endwell School District offering the Pfizer vaccine that is approved for children age 12 and up. The first dose of the Pfizer vaccine and the one dose Johnson and Johnson will be given at the high school from 1 until 3 p.m. in the Maine Memorial Elementary School from 5 to 7 p.m. today. The Johnson and Johnson vaccine will be available to Tomorrow at Sherry Lindsay Park on the north side of Binghamton from 5 to 7 p.m. The J&J vaccine will be available Thursday, August 5th at St. Anthony Padua Church Food Pantry and Learning Center on Jenkins Street in Endicott from 10.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. and Central United Methodist Church on South Nanticoke Avenue in Endicott from 4 to 6 p.m. The first dose of the Moderna vaccine is being given Thursday at the Broome County Health Department on Front Street, Binghamton from 1 to 3 p.m. The Johnson and Johnson shot will be available Saturday at the Boulevard United Methodist Church on Grand Boulevard in Binghamton from 4 to 6.30 p.m. Next week, there will be Moderna clinics at the Broome County Health Department. Go to www.gobroomcounty.com for information and to register. 
Once again, a local municipal police force is again having troubles with its non-emergency seven-digit phone line. It's Johnson City saying there might be problems with residents calling 607-729-9321. If it doesn't pick up an answer, then hang up and call the Broome County Central Communications number at 607-778-1911. Choose option one. The emergency 911 line is not affected. The forecast for today gradually becoming sunny, a high in the lower 70s tonight, mostly clear but patchy fog toward morning, a low in the upper 40s. Tomorrow, patchy morning fog, otherwise mostly sunny, a high in the mid-70s. Wednesday, areas of morning fog, otherwise mostly sunny, a high in the upper 70s. And Thursday starts off again with a patchy morning fog, otherwise mostly sunny, and a high near 80. 57 degrees in Binghamton. WMBF News Time 609, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290. WMBF and WMBF. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290. WNBF. Early bird traffic at 610. No trouble to report on area roadways. Some of the streets around the Twin Tiers are a little wet. There's a little rain. Early this morning, but no problems reported, no delays, no crashes. We will let you know if anything changes. You can always call us with your traffic tips at 772-1290. The forecast from the National Weather Service. Today, a chance of showers, maybe a thunderstorm in the afternoon. High 77, mostly cloudy tonight. Showers and thunderstorms, possible. Low 55, mostly cloudy tomorrow to start. And gradually becoming sunny, high 73. Right now in downtown Binghamton. A uh, very pleasant 57 at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 611. Coming up, we'll check out sports, give you an update on what happened in baseball, both with the Binghamton Rumble Ponies and the Mets and the Yankees. Also, a look at the latest from the Tokyo Olympics. It'll be coming up at 615, 618. We'll have money news for you. A preview of the new week in business with a look at how stocks are doing in Asia and Europe early today. And at 6.20, Dr. Sanjay Gupta with A Better Life. So we've got a lot going on. I'm Bob Joseph along with Kathy White in the WNBF News Center. It's Monday, August 2nd, 2021. Glad to have you with us on First News Binghamton. WNBF News Times. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 6:15, let's take a look at some of the highlights in sports. We can tell you first off that the Rumble Ponies managed to wrap up their six-game series with uh, a win on the road. So that's encouraging news. Rumble Ponies beat Hartford 6-5. to 
The uh, Ponies scored in the first, two runs in the first, a single run in the second and fourth innings, two runs in the fifth, and that's what they needed to get past Hartford 6-5. to five. Hartford's only scoring came in the first inning. Binghamton and all the other teams in the league are off today, it being a Monday. Then Binghamton will be back in action as the Rumble Ponies return home tomorrow night to start a series against the Portland Sea Dogs. Anthony Rizzo continued his remarkable debut for the Yankees with another key hit. New York completed a three-game sweep with a 3-1 to victory over the Marlins in Miami. The partisan New York crowd in Miami finally got to cheer when the Yankees had an eighth-inning rally highlighted by RBI singles from Rizzo and Aaron Judge. Meanwhile, in Queens, rookie Max Schrock went 5-for-5 five five with a home run while giving all-star Joey Votto a break, leading fellow newcomer Vladimir Gutierrez and the Reds over the Mets 7-1, to making his first major league start at first base. The 26-year-old Schrock filled in admirably for the Red Star. Schrock scored three runs and drove in two. Votto got a rest from manager David Bell a day after his seven-game home run streak came to an end. Tyler Stevenson and Kyle Farmer each drove in runs for the Reds, who matched a season high by moving six games over 500. Simone Biles will return to competition in Tokyo. The 2016 Olympic champion will compete in the balance beam finals tomorrow. That's a bit over a week after the superstar from the United States stepped away from the meet to focus on her mental health. U.S. women's team has lost one to nothing to Canada in the soccer semifinals. U.S. dropping out of gold medal contention. That's the latest from the world of sports and from the Tokyo Olympics making news on this Monday morning. You're listening to First News Binghamton, WNBF News Time, 6 18. Now money news. Asian stocks have started the week higher, even as China reports a slowdown in manufacturing activity. And countries in the region continue to be hammered by the Delta variant. Tokyo's Nikkei jumped 1.8%. And the Hong, or rather the Hang Seng in Hong Kong advanced nine tenths of a percent in afternoon trading. Benchmarks in Seoul, Shanghai, and Sydney rose. After much delay in Washington, senators have now unveiled a $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill. That Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act has more than 2,700 pages. So it's safe to say nobody has had a chance to read the whole thing. The bipartisan bill is the first phase of President Biden's infrastructure plan and a key part of his agenda. It calls for $550 billion in new spending over five years above projected federal levels. Dow futures now up 164, NASDAQ futures up 81. Trade starts in the U.S. and Wall Street in just over three hours. Stay tuned to News Radio 1290 WNBF. For money news here on First News Binghamton and throughout the day. 
Coming up next, Dr. Sanjay Gupta with A Better Life. Are you ready? Really ready to get back to normal after the pandemic? That's his question for you today. Coming right up on News Radio. on a Monday morning, it's time for The Doctor, sponsored by UHS. Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Are you ready to get back to normal, or does the thought of that freak you out a little bit? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. When the CDC updated its guidance earlier this year and said vaccinated people could ditch their masks indoor and out... Some people just did that at the drop of a hat or drop of a mask. But for others, the change sort of sparked some anxiety and panic. Was it too soon? Did it put people at avoidable risk? How could they know who's vaccinated and who's not? So the message I want to share today is one of patience and understanding. Everyone's going to get back to normal at their own pace. Remember, you never know what's going on in someone else's life. I'm vaccinated and I don't usually wear a mask anymore. But I do carry one with me, and I'm more than happy to put it on if it makes the people around me more comfortable. We're all in this together. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Are you stuck in a timeshare you want out of? Tired of wasting thousands of dollars? The Titan Exit Group wants to give you a free consultation on how you can be legally released from your timeshare contract. Stop the mortgage payments, cancel the never-ending maintenance fees, and terminate your timeshare. Call for your free consultation now at 800-200-0894. Get legally released from your timeshare. The call and consultation are absolutely free. Call 800-200-0894. 800-200-0894. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project, we never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta every weekday morning on First News Binghamton, sponsored by UHS. Bob Joseph with you, along with Kathy White in the WNBF News Center. Kathy will have a complete news update in seven minutes, so you know what to expect, what happened over the weekend, what occurred while you were sleeping, and a preview of some things we might be expecting, some of the stories we'll be watching as we start a new week here at WNBF, where news breaks first. Remember this morning from 8 to 10, it's Binghamton Now. The popular local talk program will be talking with Endicott Mayor Linda Jackson and the president and CEO of um, the local credit union, a local credit union, Horizons, that will be merging with a credit union based in Syracuse. We've got the details coming up on Binghamton Now, today on News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 624. 
ABC Entertainment News. Here we go. Smooth sailing for Disney's Jungle Cruise. It bowed in the box office top spot over the weekend with 34.2 million bucks. Add overseas earnings and an estimated 30 million more from Disney Plus premier streaming buys and Jungle Cruise debuted with just shy of 92 million dollars worldwide. But that could sink fast. We're all gonna die. Next week it'll be up against the debut of the Suicide Squad. Disney's the parent company of ABC News. Rockstar rapper DaBaby's controversial comments about HIV and AIDS at a Miami concert a week ago got him dropped from his Sunday night performance slot at Lollapalooza. DaBaby apologized for his comments last week, which were widely judged homophobic. Happy birthday, MTV. The cable channel signed on 40 years ago Sunday. Speaking of birthdays, pop singer Charlie XEX is 29 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. I remember MTV 40 years ago when they turned the thing on, they were playing music videos. They don't do that anymore, do they? WNBF News Time, 625. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And no traffic trouble reported. Today, watch out for various work zones around the region today. Flood repair work continuing across parts of Broome County. Patching will occur on Pagebrook Road. Culvert pipes being replaced on Cattellville and West Shenango Roads. Those are some of the Broome County projects going on this week. Weather forecast from News Radio 1290 starting out cloudy today. We probably will have a sunny afternoon today with uh, a high, yeah, comfortable, in the 70s, 74. Mainly clear tonight, low 49, mostly sunny tomorrow, high 78. And the outlook for Wednesday, mostly sunny, a high of 80. It's very strange to look at a weather forecast all the way through Sunday at this point. They say it'll be sunny or mostly sunny. That's what they say. <laughs> we'll see if that pans out. I mentioned that on Twitter, on our Twitter feed at Binghamton Now last night, but I also preceded my commentary with, this will probably jinx it. <laughs> so you never know. I wrote, this is 10 hours ago, this will probably jinx it, but you notice the Binghamton National Weather Service forecast calls for sunny or mostly sunny skies for each of the next seven days, followed by, yes, three smiley sunshine emojis. Eh. It's a little over the top. WNBF News Time, 6. WNBF News Time, 628. So when did media consolidation really begin in Binghamton? Well, you might point to 50 years ago when the Sun Bulletin was acquired by Gannett. That acquisition marked a big step in the consolidation and ultimately the downsizing of Broome County media operations. Now the story of how the Binghamton Press Company acquired the Sun Bulletin 50 years ago. That's on our website, WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. 
morning. It's 57 degrees at 630. The forecast for today gradually becoming sunny, a high in the low 70s. After much delay, senators have unveiled their $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill. The Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act clocks in at more than 2,700 pages. It includes new expenditures on roads, bridges, water pipes, broadband, and other projects, plus cybersecurity. Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer of New York kept senators in a rare weekend session to wrap up the work. Yesterday, he said the bill could be passed in a matter of days. Senators will start offering amendments as soon as today. The bill is a key part of President Joe Biden's agenda. Global stocks have started the week higher, even as China reported a slowdown in manufacturing activity and countries continue to be hammered by the Delta variant of the coronavirus. France's CAC 40 added 1% in early trading today to 6,677.27, while Germany's DAX gained 0.4% to 15,606.27. Britain's FTSE 100 rose 0.9% to 7,096.59. Futures of the S&P 500 and Dow rose following a buoyant Asian session. The gains in China followed data released Saturday by the National Bureau of Statistics showing the country's official purchasing managers index fell to 50.4 in July from 50.9 in June. Well, apparently not hearing the last of Rod Blagojevich. He is planning today to sue in federal court to run for office again. Rob Blagojevich tells our ABC News sister station in Chicago, WLS-TV, he'll be in federal court to try and open the door for another possible run for statewide office. The former Illinois governor and convicted felon says it's his right. I do feel like it's a violation of not only my right, but the right of the people to elect whoever they want to elect or choose whoever they want to choose. It's a voting rights issue. The legal move comes nearly a year and a half after Blagojevich was freed from federal prison, serving eight years for corruption over trying to sell the Senate seat left vacant after the presidential election of Barack Obama, a crime that bars Blagojevich from statewide political office for now. Derek Dennis, ABC News. WMBF First News Time, 6.33. A Cortland County man is expected to be sentenced to up to 30 years in federal prison after pleading guilty last week to conspiracy to sexually exploit a child and five counts of sexual exploitation of a child. 27-year-old Lawrence Berry of Marathon admitted he conspired with 27-year-old Brittany Berry, who pleaded guilty in 2019, to sexual exploit a three-year-old child in August and September of 2018 and abused the toddler on five different occasions to make pornography. Federal prosecutors say the man created and sent live and recorded images and videos of the sexual abuse over the Internet. Sentencing is set for November in federal court in Utica. Barry faces a minimum of 15 years in prison on each of the six counts. He will also be required to serve five years to up to life on probation and register as a sex offender in any state where he lives. Brittany Barry pleaded guilty in the case in October of 2019 and was also looking at 15 to 30 years in prison for sending pornographic images of the abuse of the child to Lawrence Berry.
A Binghamton man is facing five felony counts following a raid in an apartment at the Town and Country apartment complex on Roberts Street in the city of Binghamton. Members of the Special Investigations Unit Task Force arrested 47-year-old Hassan Kostin on Thursday. Authorities say they found about 2.6 ounces of cocaine worth about $17,000 on the street. $1,200 in suspected drug sale proceeds and drug packaging materials. Costin is charged with five felony counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance and three misdemeanor counts of criminally using drug paraphernalia. He was sent to the Broome County Jail. WMBF First News Time, 634. Pennsylvania State Police say they found 30 pounds of pot hidden in a vehicle's trunk when they noticed the occupants of the vehicle acting suspiciously during a traffic stop in New Milford. Authorities say they pulled over an Acura on Interstate 81 North in Susquehanna County shortly before 8.30 Friday morning, and 23-year-old Allende Jimenez and 23-year-old Andre Gruen, both of the Bronx, exhibited what troopers say were numerous indicators of criminal activity. The pair consented to a vehicle search and a suitcase was found in the trunk containing the 30 pounds of suspected marijuana. Grulon was found to have about $7,000 in his possession. Both Jimenez and Grulon were charged with drug sale and possession and sent to the Susquehanna County Jail on $300,000 bail. It's 635 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Morning at 6.38, you're listening to First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph, along with Kathy White in the WNBF News Center. Remember, we're here for you to report to you about things going on around the Triple Cities and the Twin Tiers, New York, Pennsylvania, and your world. And you can stay tuned to WNBF today for all the latest news and information on air at AM 1290 on your computer at WNBF.com. And stay connected with the WNBF app. Make sure the WNBF app is on your phone or other suitable device. And you're always connected with the latest news from News Radio 1290 WNBF where news breaks first. Of course, you can also hear Binghamton Now, weekday mornings from 8 to 10, WNBF, the WNBF app. We have people listening around the Triple Cities, around the nation, and even around the world, thanks to the WNBF app. Coming up, we'll check traffic and weather together and the latest in sports. WNBF News Time, 6 Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. We bring you traffic and weather together every 15 minutes, four times an hour here on First News Binghamton. No big trouble to report on local roadways. The DOT says the left lane of Interstate 81 for southbound drivers will be shut down today over Gorman Road. Well, a bridge project continues. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service, beginning with mostly cloudy skies this morning, gradually becoming sunny, high 74, mainly clear tonight, low 49. Anchi fog early tomorrow, otherwise mostly sunny, high 78, sunny on Wednesday, high 80. Right now, 
It's 57 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio, 1290 WNBF, WNBF.com at 641. And we'll be checking money news shortly. That'll be coming up at 648 with Wall Street Now from ABC. At 650, Kim Commando has some important information. If you were one of the first people to acquire Amazon's Kindle book reader, remember when that first came out? It was all the rage. And now, according to Kim Commando, Amazon has a slick little trick up its sleeve. Yes, those original Kindle readers apparently won't won't be uh, any good if you want to download more books. We'll hear all the details coming up from Kim Commando in about eight minutes. Isn't that the way it always is with technology? Now, thanks to all sorts of digital trickery, they can make any device you have obsolete pretty much whenever they want to, whether it's your iPhone or your Tesla. Remember, you could buy something, you could buy a phone, or you could buy a car. And basically, if you maintained it, and if you were careful, you could use it maybe for 10 years, maybe longer. I know some people, I've got a clock radio. A clock radio that was given to me by my mom for Christmas 1970. It still works fine. WNBF still comes in fine on a clock radio that I've been using for, well, going on 51 years. But if my mom had given me a clock radio, say, for last Christmas, um, they probably would figure out a way to make that obsolete in about three years. WNBF News Time. Six- now. Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Rumble Ponies had a big win yesterday in Hartford, getting past the Yard Goats six to five, and they were playing before what appears to be a big crowd, according to the official attendance count, sixty-three eighty-six. Is that the actual number or? A perceived number? I don't know, but that's the official count for yesterday's game in Hartford. 6,386 people. Took nearly three and a half hours to play the game. According to the account from the Yard Goats website, Hartford infielder Coco Montez cranked a grand slam home run in the first inning, but Hartford fell to Binghamton at a facility named for donuts. <laughs> In Hartford. A donut stadium. Free donuts if a certain guy strikes out. Can you imagine that promotion? So that's what happened last night. And congratulations to the Rumble Ponies getting a win as they wrapped up their road series. Binghamton is off today and they shall return home tomorrow night to take on the Portland Sea Dogs starting a six-game home series with the Portland Sea Dogs. Meanwhile, in other play, other baseball action, the Mets 
lost to Cincinnati yesterday at home, 7-1. Tonight, the Mets will be at Miami. ESPN's Eduardo Perez was on Baseball Tonight Sunday talking about the Mets' concern regarding first-round draft pick Kumar Rocker's health, and that caused them not to sign the righty. And Mr. Perez said their concerns aren't totally unfounded. As a freshman, he was dominant. And we always thought he was going to grow and get bigger and stronger, and he was going to dominate everyone else. The slider stayed nasty. The fastball didn't increase in velocity. And that was a concern for a lot of guys. So... Rocker won't be joining the Mets. Yankees wrapped up their uh, series with the Marlins in Miami with a win, 3-1. to one. Yankees will be in the Bronx tonight, hosting Baltimore for the start of a three-game series. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290, WNBF. Oh, one final note, Simone Biles will return to competition in Tokyo. She'll compete in the balance beam finals tomorrow keep you posted on big news from the olympics and it's 6 48 on your monday morning you're listening to first news binghamton let's get some money news now from jim ryan from abc news wall street now despite slippage on the final trading day of july the major stock indexes managed their sixth straight month of overall gains the Dow Jones closed down 149 points on Friday at 34,935. The S&P 500 slipped 24 points. The Nasdaq Composite gave up 105. Worries over China's faltering economy and higher output from OPEC countries helped to push down oil prices this morning. A new survey shows Chinese factory activity slipping last month. Brent crude fell nearly 1% overnight. It's called wage compression. Businesses that have had to boost starting salaries to fill empty positions find themselves offering retention bonuses to keep experienced workers. It's happening at more and more companies around the country. Amazon's problem is a lack of elbow room. The online retailer is said to be running out of warehouse space. Reuters reports that Amazon plans to open as many as 500 new facilities in the next few years. Jim Ryan, ABC News. 649 at WNBF. Checking the futures. Dow futures were up about 160. And the NASDAQ futures up about 80. And trading on Wall Street will get underway in less than three hours at 930. can stay tuned to News Radio 1290 WNBF for business news throughout the day. Coming up next, Kim Commando with some interesting talk if you have an old Kindle. Tech News Time with Kim Commando on First News Binghamton. When Amazon first introduced its Kindle ebook reader in September 2007, it sold out in less than six hours. Many of the original devices are still in use. I'm Kim Commando with news that if you own one, Amazon is about to pull the rug out from right under you. Brought to you by Simply Safe. Their security experts are there when you need them. Go to simplysafekim.com to get 20% off. Since Kindle's introduction, Amazon has released many upgraded models, sharper text, the so-called paperwhite, glow-in-the-dark backgrounds, and a color model. But over all these years, there's really been no mandatory reason to upgrade. The things just work. They're solid. Perhaps one of the best-built tech products ever. But this December, any Kindle using the 3G network to download books and magazines will lose its Internet access. Just like that. 
Amazon says that depending upon your model, they'll give you a $70 discount code to buy a new one. By the way, that first Kindle, if you still use one, costs $400. Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. Whether you need it for work, school, or a special project, it's very important to have the right printer. The Epson EcoTank is a new type of printer that doesn't use cartridges. Stop buying expensive ink cartridges and save yourself the frustration of replacing ink cartridges ever again. The Epson EcoTank printers have supersized, easy-to-fill ink tanks, and they come with just a ridiculous amount of ink. If you're like me, you've tried rationing your printing to save yourself from replacing those expensive ink cartridges. With the Epson EcoTank, you don't have to worry about running out of ink. So start printing in color all you want. You can kiss expensive cartridges goodbye already. But her, as the Epson EcoTank is changing the way people print, it's flying off the shelves. I just love mine. The Epson EcoTank makes it easy. Make the switch today. Add the Epson EcoTank to your online shopping list so you can just fill and chill. Epson EcoTank printers, available at Amazon, Dell, Micro Center, and at Epson.com slash EcoTank Kim. Kim Commando with Tech News every weekday morning on First News Binghamton. It's Monday morning, 57 right now in downtown Binghamton. Looking forward to a high today of 74, mostly sunny skies. We'll have traffic and weather together. Coming up, WNBF News Time, 6.50. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Your 655 traffic updates. Broome County crews will be out doing some painting on various roadways today. Keep an eye out for those crews. Slow down. You can see them painting, doing striping. Also, guide rail repairs planned today on Cherry Valley Road. Forecast from the National Weather Service. Mostly cloudy this morning, gradually becoming sunny. High 74, mainly clear tonight. Low 49, mostly sunny tomorrow. High 78. And Wednesday should be mostly sunny. High 80. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 57 at News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. WNBF News Time. 656. Here are your political insights from ABC News. A bipartisan group of senators completed work on a $1.1 trillion infrastructure bill, half of it new spending. $555 billion, no new taxes, core infrastructure only. And it's great for the American people. Ohio Republican Rob Portman, one of the negotiators. This helps make the economy more efficient, more productive, and therefore it actually returns an investment to the American people. Majority Leader Charles Schumer. We haven't done a large bipartisan bill of this nature in a long time. The House Select Committee investigating the Capitol insurrection held its first hearing last week. Illinois Republican Adam Kinzinger faulting the then president for not calling in the National Guard a lot sooner. I want to know what the president was doing every moment of that day after he said... I'm going to walk with you to the Capitol. Representative Kinzinger on ABC's This Week broadcast. And those are your political insights. Richard Cantu, ABC News. And we might be talking about some of those political developments on Binghamton Now today. Binghamton Now, 8 to 10 weekday mornings right here on News Radio 1290. WNBF. 
Panda news. Everybody loves pandas. I know I do. I wish we could get a couple of pandas here in Broome County. A French zoo says a giant panda on loan to France from China has given birth to two twin cubs. The Beauval Zoo south of Paris said the twins were born shortly after 1 a.m. today. They weigh... Well, about five ounces each. One is 5.3 ounces. The other is 4.6 ounces. Those are teeny tiny giant pandas. Their mother, Juan Juan and father Juan Z, are at Beauval on a 10-year loan from China aimed at highlighting its good ties with France. The twins are their second and third cubs after the first panda ever born in France, Wan Ming, in 2017. The zoo says the baby pandas are very lively, pink and plump. They won't be named for a 100 days. I wonder if they'll have a naming contest, and I wonder if they'll be fed freedom fries. Mmm... Freedom fries for giant pandas who grow up strong and healthy. I haven't seen the pictures of the new twin cubs at the French Zoo, but usually they say they look like little sticks of butter because they're so tiny. And before long, they start to grow up, become big and bold and cute giant pandas. And they eat a lot. Bamboo. It's tough keeping enough bamboo on hand for your giant pandas. That's the biggest expense. Coming up next, news from ABC, covering the nation and the world. And right after that, the local and regional report from the WNBF News Center. Coming up in just over an hour, it's the Monday edition of Binghamton Now. We'll be taking your calls and talking to a couple of guests, Endicott Mayor Linda Jackson and the President and CEO of Horizons Federal Credit Union, Mario DeFolvio. 7 o'clock, this is... This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning, it's 56 degrees at 7.04. The forecast today... We have clouds around this morning, but improving conditions, gradually becoming sunny and a high in the low to mid-70s. A local municipal police department is again having trouble with its non-emergency seven-digit phone line. Overnight, Johnson City Police posted on Facebook that residents reported trouble reaching the 607-729-9321 line. If the line wasn't answered, it didn't roll over to another line. If that happens, residents are told they should hang up and call the Broome County Central Communications number at 607-778-1911. Choose option one. The emergency 911 line is operating normally, not affected. On July 22nd, problems with the seven-digit non-emergency phone lines were reported for Johnson City, Binghamton, Vestal, and Endicott. In that disruption, the emergency 911, also not affected, Authorities had no estimate as to when this latest issue in Johnson City might be corrected. The number of people testing positive for COVID-19 in New York continues to swell statewide as hospitalizations grow at a slower pace. That's according to the latest data released by the state Friday through Sunday. An average of 2,036 people have tested positive each day over the past seven days. The state reported Sunday that 2,516 new cases were recorded in the Saturday testing. 
It's the first time that number has gone over 2,000 since May 13th. The rise in cases is happening at a faster and steadier pace now than it did last fall before anyone was vaccinated. The statewide positivity rate is now put at 2.68%. The rate July 21st was at 1.75% after a rate that had been under 1% for the final months of the spring. About 57% of New Yorkers are fully vaccinated with vaccination rates lowest in rural counties as well as the Bronx and Brooklyn. Broome County Health Department is hosting a number of vaccination clinics this week around the region including two in the Maine and Well School District, offering the Pfizer vaccine that is the one that's approved for children age 12 and up. The first dose of the Pfizer vaccine and the one-dose Johnson & Johnson will be given at the high school from 1 to 3 p.m. and the Maine Memorial Elementary School from 5 to 7 today. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine will be available tomorrow at Sherry Lindsay Park on the north side of Binghamton from 5 to 7 p.m. The J&J vaccine will be available Thursday at St. Anthony Padua Church Food Pantry and Learning Center on Jenkins Street in Endicott from 10.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. and Central United Methodist Church on South Nanticoke Avenue in Endicott from 4 to 6 p.m. The first dose of the Moderna vaccine is being given Thursday at the Broome County Health Department on Front Street, Binghamton from 1 to 3 p.m. The Johnson & Johnson shot will be available Saturday at Boulevard United Methodist Church on Grand Boulevard in Binghamton from 4 to 6.30 p.m. Next week, there will be Moderna clinics at the Broome County Health Department. Go to www.gobroomcounty.com for information and to register. WMBF First News Time 707. Pennsylvania State Police continue to investigate a fatal crash in Bradford County. The crash shortly after noon Thursday happened on Route 220 and Kellogg Road in Monroe Township, claiming the life of 73-year-old Vincent Sabonis of Bristol, Pennsylvania. State police say Sabonis was driving a utility task vehicle when he entered the roadway into the path of a construction truck driven by 61-year-old Charles Swain of Granville Summit. Sabonis was pronounced dead at the scene. Authorities say Swain was trapped in the cab of his vehicle and was removed by emergency responders. He was transported to Robert Packer Hospital in Sarah with what were believed to be serious injuries. His condition was not available. Route 220 in that area was closed for several hours. Two Johnson City residents are facing charges after the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force raided homes on Floral Avenue in the village and Chapin Street in the city of Binghamton on Thursday and discovered cash, drugs, and a handgun. According to the authorities that acted on a narcotic search warrant, the task force seized five and a half ounces of cocaine, $21,260 in suspected drug sale cash, a loaded handgun, including several rounds of ammunition and drug packaging material. 41-year-old Kelvin Bartholomew is charged with several felony counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance and criminal possession of a weapon, as well as possession of drug paraphernalia. 40-year-old Kashana Bartholomew is charged with several counts of criminal possession of a weapon. Kelvin Bartholomew was sent to the Broome County Jail and held on an additional warrant for parole violation. Kashana was released. It's 709, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. 710 with an update from the wide world of traffic. 
Interstate 81 southbound in Kirkwood. The left lane will be closed over the Gorman Road Bridge this week as a bridge project continues. That's according to the state DOT. Watch out in that area and watch out in all the work zones today and every day. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Mostly cloudy this morning, gradually becoming sunny, high 74. Mainly clear tonight, low 49. Sunny tomorrow, high 78. Mostly sunny Wednesday, high 80. Right now it's 57 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 711. This is where news breaks first. I'm Bob Joseph along with Kathy White in the WNBF News Center. Our program is First News Binghamton. Our concept is providing you with the latest local, regional, national, and world news so you know what's happening as you start your day. So hopefully you're already making Binghamton and our first news program a daily habit. If you're not, hey, set your alarm clock to us. Whether you get up at 6.01 or 7.01 or even 7.50, we've got all the latest information you need Monday through Friday right here on WNBF. And then... After First News Binghamton wraps up at 8, don't touch that dial because things start to get really interesting with Binghamton Now. And today's Binghamton Now program will include calls from listeners like you and also we'll talk with Endicott Mayor Linda Jackson and Horizons Federal Credit Union President Mario DeFalvio. Tell us about the upcoming merger. All that and more might be surprises. Binghamton now, every weekday morning from eight to ten, right here on News Radio twelve ninety. Coming up in just a moment, we'll take a look at sports. Big win for the Yankees as they wrapped up their series in Miami. Also, a big win for the Rumble Ponies as they wrapped up their series in Hartford. All that and more coming up in sports plus your money news also coming up on this monday morning where news breaks first wnbf news time 7 30 this is brian kilmeade reminding you to listen weekday mornings from 10 till noon to the brian kilmeade show on news radio 1290 wnbf now Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 7.15 and in sports, Rumble Ponies will be heading home after uh, taking a day off today. Yes, with the 2021 baseball schedule, the teams enjoy Mondays off. And then they play six games in a row. So... The uh, Rumble Ponies will be home tomorrow night as they host the Portland Sea Dogs. They um, had a good win last night in Hartford. Yard Goats infielder Coco Montez hit a grand slam home run in the first inning. But in the end, Hartford lost to Binghamton 6-5. The only scoring that Hartford did was in the first inning. That was it. 
So, um, in the end, Rumble Ponies prevail. Rumble Ponies uh, scored two runs to get things going in the first, uh, another run in the second, and a solo run in the fourth, followed by two runs in the fifth. So, six runs for Binghamton, only five runs for Hartford, and all those were in the first inning. So, that's the way the series ended with... uh, 6-5 6-5 to five victory for the Rumble Ponies. Binghamton out hit Hartford 14-8. Major League Baseball, big game for the Yankees in Miami. Aaron Judge hit an RBI single to give New York a 2-1 lead over Miami in the top of the eighth. His 43rd RBI. Here's Judge, and he lines a base hit to left field. The throw home is going to be not in time as Stanton scores, and the Yankees take a 2-1 lead. John Sterling with the call on 66, the fan, WFAN, in New York. So the Yankees wrap up that series with the Marlins. By the way, tonight, the Mets will be taking on the Marlins. So the Mets will be in Miami tonight to start their series with the Marlins. Meanwhile, the Yankees in Queens will be hosting the Baltimore Orioles. Mets last night, or yesterday afternoon rather, in Queens lost to Cincinnati 7-1. to And the U.S. women's team has uh, lost. That's the U.S. women's soccer team. Lost to Canada one to nothing in the semifinals, so U.S. women drop out of gold medal contention in soccer. It's the latest in sports news on News Radio 1290 on this Monday morning. WNBF News Time 718. Checking some business news. Dow futures are up 130, NASDAQ futures are up 65, so it looks as though Wall Street will be off to a flying start when trading starts at about 9.30 this morning. Asian stocks started the week higher, even as China reports a slowdown in manufacturing activity. And countries in the region continue to be hammered by the Delta variant. Tokyo's Nikkei was up 1.8%. The Hang Seng in Hong Kong advanced nine-tenths of a percent. Benchmarks in Seoul, Shanghai, and Sydney also rose. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and House Democratic leaders are calling on the Biden administration to immediately extend the nation's eviction moratorium. The Democrats are calling it a moral imperative to prevent Americans from being put out of their homes during a COVID surge. 3.6 million Americans are said to be at risk of eviction, some as soon as today. Congress was not able to pass legislation fast enough to extend the ban, which expired at midnight Saturday. The White House had no direct response to the Democrats' call for action, but administration officials have urged local governments and states to tap aid already approved by Congress. The eviction moratorium does continue in New York State for another month. The digital payment company Square Incorporated says it's agreed to acquire Afterpay, which provides a buy-now-pay-later option for merchants. It's an all-stock deal valued at $29 billion. 
That's the latest in money news on this Monday morning, second day of August 2021. I'm Bob Joseph, listening to First News Binghamton. Right now, 57 in downtown Binghamton. Mostly cloudy start, but it will become sunny today. And as I've mentioned before, I don't want to jinx it, but it's worth noting that the current National Weather Service forecast for today all the way through next Sunday calls for sunny or mostly sunny skies. Yes, some days we'll have a chance of showers or thunderstorms, but most days look fairly nice. We start the week off with uh, temperatures in the mid to upper 70s, and by the end of the week, temperatures will be in the 80s, low 80s to uh, even mid to upper 80s by next weekend. Right now, a comfortable 57 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. WNBF News, t- news Time 720. Seven twenty-three at WNBF, WNBF.com. The uh, story in New York City is Mayor de Blasio today may be making a big announcement regarding masking. And who knows, in the next few days, Governor Cuomo might also have a masking announcement as the uh, number of COVID cases continues to rise with the Delta variant becoming a cause for greater concern with health experts. They're worried that the Delta variant is uh, so easily transmissible and even people who've been vaccinated potentially can spread the Delta variant. So, as they say, when it comes to this pandemic, even after a year and a half, We'll have to stay tuned to hear what the guidance is, if there are any changes in regulations, whether from the CDC, from New York State, or even today in an announcement with uh, Bill de Blasio in New York City, see if there are any adjustments that are planned to the masking guidance. 724, I think it's time to be entertained, if only for 60 seconds. Entertainment News. Here we go. Smooth sailing for Disney's Jungle Cruise. It bowed in the box office top spot over the weekend with 34.2 million bucks. Add overseas earnings and an estimated 30 million more from Disney Plus premier streaming buys and Jungle Cruise debuted with just shy of 92 million dollars worldwide. But that could sink fast. We're all gonna die. Next week it'll be up against the debut of the Suicide Squad. Disney's the parent company of ABC News. Rockstar rapper debate Baby's controversial comments about HIV and AIDS at a Miami concert a week ago got him dropped from his Sunday night performance slot at Lollapalooza. The baby apologized for his comments last week, which were widely judged homophobic. Happy birthday, MTV. The cable channel signed on 40 years ago Sunday. Speaking of birthdays, pop singer Charlie XCX is 29 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. MTV, 40 years old. And, of course, the VJs, I guess they were called video jockeys, 
VJs. So whatever happened to them? You know, Martha Quinn, Alan Hunter, uh, oh, Mark Goodman, Nina Blackwood, J.J. Jackson. Whatever happened to them? I don't know. I'm going to look it up, though. We'll talk about that today on Binghamton Now. MTV, 40 years old. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. MTV, they played something called music videos. Whatever happened to them? No traffic trouble to report at the moment around the Twin Tiers. If you see something, say something. If you observe a crash or a slowdown that's causing significant traffic trouble, call us on our traffic tip line, 607-772-1290. We'd be very pleased to hear from you, and we'll relay the information in our next traffic and weather together update. Forecast from the National Weather Service, mostly cloudy today, gradually becoming sunny, high 74. Mainly clear tonight, low 49. Sunny tomorrow, high 78. And mostly sunny Wednesday, high 80. Right now, it's 57 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 727. As I mentioned, we'll be talking about MTV <laughs> 40 years ago. I I thought it was such a great innovation. Think back, if if you're old enough to remember, when MTV came on the scene... And the music videos, I think I think when MTV started on August 1st, 1981, they probably had about 19 videos that they played over and over and over again. But that didn't, didn't bother me. It was just the fact that with your little converter box, remember those little boxes with the push buttons on top yeah that was cutting edge technology you could get music tv mtv i think originally it might have been on channel 21 on the binghamton cable system and then you could hook up the audio feed into your stereo and hear all those great songs all 19 great songs over and over and over again and yes we watch the MTV news updates. I always thought it must be nice. It must be nice to be able to bring people the latest music news from MTV from their fashionable Manhattan studios. 728, local news next with Kathy White. This is Brian Kilmeade reminding you to listen weekday mornings from 10 till noon to The Brian Kilmeade Show on News Radio 1290 WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 56 degrees at 7.30. The forecast for today, we'll have some gradual clearing and the high temperature getting into the low to mid-70s. 
In Afghanistan, the Taliban fighting to gain control of three cities as the U.S. completes its withdrawal from the America's longest war. The Taliban making large gains in Afghanistan's rural areas, where they are currently fighting to gain control of three cities, Herat, Lashkar-Gat, and Kandahar. The country's president now blaming the worsening situation on the U.S.'s sudden pullout, but adding his government had a plan to bring conditions under control within six months. Peace talks between the Afghan government and the Taliban started last year, but have not made any substantial progress. Inez de la Quatera, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and House Democratic leaders are calling on the Biden administration to immediately extend the nation's eviction moratorium. The Democrats are calling it a moral imperative to prevent Americans from being put out of their homes during a COVID-19 surge. An estimated 3.6 million Americans are at risk of eviction, some as early as today. A Cortland County man is expected to be sentenced to up to 30 years in federal prison after pleading guilty last week to conspiracy to sexually exploit a child and five counts of sexual exploitation of a child. 27-year-old Lawrence Berry of Marathon admitted he conspired with 27-year-old Brittany Berry, who pleaded guilty in 2019, to sexually exploit a three-year-old child in August and September of 2018 and abuse the toddler on five different occasions to make pornography. Federal prosecutors say the man created and sent live and recorded images and videos of the sexual abuse over the Internet. Sentencing is scheduled for November in federal court in Utica. Barry faces a minimum of 15 years in prison on each of the six counts. He will also be required to serve five years to up to life on probation and register as a sex offender in any state where he lives. Brittany Barry pleaded guilty in the case in October of 2019 and was looking at 15 to 30 years in prison as well for sending pornographic images of the abuse of the child to Lawrence Berry. A Binghamton man is facing five felony counts following a raid at the town and country apartment complex in Binghamton on Roberts, Roberts Street. Members of the Special Investigations Unit Task Force arrested 47-year-old Hassan Kostin on Thursday. Authorities say they found around 2.6 ounces of cocaine worth about $17,000 on the street, $1,200 in suspected drug sale proceeds, and drug packaging materials. Kostin is charged with five felony counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance and three misdemeanor counts of criminally using drug paraphernalia. He was sent to the Broome County Jail. WMBF First News Time, 733. Pennsylvania State Police say they found 30 pounds of pot hidden in a vehicle's trunk when they noticed the occupants of the vehicle acting suspiciously during a traffic stop in New Milford. Authorities say they pulled over an Acura on Interstate 81 North in Susquehanna County shortly before 8.30 Friday morning and 23-year-old Allende Jimenez and 23-year-old Andre Grulon, both of the Bronx, exhibited what troopers say were, quote, numerous indicators of criminal activity. The pair consented to a vehicle search and a suitcase was found in the trunk containing 30 pounds of suspected marijuana. Grulon was also found to have about $7,000 in his possession. Both Jimenez and Grulon were charged with drug sale and possession and sent to the Susquehanna County Jail on $300,000 bail. 
Broome County is holding two meetings tomorrow to talk about a countywide local waterfront revitalization program to marry water-dependent uses with recreational opportunities. The meetings take place at 11 a.m. at the Coal House at the Vestal Rail Trail and 5 p.m. at Broome Bands Together at Otsonango Park. Another in-person public meeting is planned for Saturday, August 7th at the Windsor Farmer's Market at the Windsor Village Green. That meeting will be from 10 a.m. until noon. A virtual meeting will be held on Wednesday, August 4th at 5.30 p.m. Residents wishing to join that session must register on the project website at www.broomwaterfront.com slash meetings. This is the second set of meetings on those plans. Discussion is to focus on the future of the county's waterfront areas, including the Susquehanna, Shenango, Tiafnioga, and Delaware rivers and Nanakoke Creek. Participants will have a chance to learn some of the potential projects and share ideas and thoughts of their own. It's 735 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. Good morning. It's 737. This is First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph in the beautiful WNBF studios in the Parlor City, along with Kathy White in the WNBF News Center. She'll be back with a live news update in about 25 minutes. Coming up between 8 and 10, one of the things we might want to talk about is chaos in Queens. That's the big headline on the front page of the Daily News this morning. Coordinated gang shoot wounds 10, kicking off bloody night across city. Who will do something about gun violence in America? It's not new. It's been going on for decades, and little, if anything, ever seems to be done. Front page of the Daily News, New York's hometown newspaper, has a screen grab from surveillance video. It shows duo on North Corona Street unleashed barrage of more than 40 shots, wounding 10 people Saturday night in a wave of citywide mayhem that stretched, stretched into Sunday morning. So that is something we can talk about. Gun violence continues unabated around the United States. New York Post, front page today, NYPD Blues. It shows a couple of New York City cops on the front page. Seems to be a file photo. It says, out-of-control gun violence takes a toll on city cops. So the shootings continue in New York City. Of course, shootings also happen in Binghamton. Not in the same, with the same frequency apparently as New York City. Although, let's face it, a lot of things involving um, cases of shots fired never get reported. In fact, one could say perhaps most reports of shots fired in Binghamton never are reported on the news. So, do we know how much is going on in terms of? Gun violence in Binghamton? I don't think we know the full scope of it. We know some of it because some things get reported, but a lot doesn't get reported. So gun violence continues all across New York State. That mass shooting that happened in Queens on Saturday night where 10 people were wounded, apparently the 10 people who were hit by gunfire 
are expected to survive. So we might talk about gun violence starting next hour on Binghamton Now. WNBF News Time, 740. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Broome County Highway crews will be doing flood repairs today on various roadways. They'll be opening plug pipes, ditches, and repairing washed-out shoulders. So that project, ongoing massive repairs, continuing this week around Broome County. So keep your eyes open and slow down. Pay attention to all the local county and state highway projects. Drive attentively. Here's the forecast from the National Weather Service. Mostly cloudy today to start and gradually becoming sunny. High 74. Mainly clear tonight. Low 48. Mostly sunny tomorrow. High 78. Sunny Wednesday. High 80. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 57. In downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. WNBF News Time, 740. at WNBF coming up. We'll check sports and we'll also have money news from ABC. Britain has opened its borders to fully vaccinated travelers from the United States and the European Union. The change today comes as travel industry leaders urge the government to further ease restrictions and allow people to enjoy the benefits of a successful COVID inoculation program. Still, there are reports that British Prime Minister Boris Johnson's government may add a new category to Britain's traffic light system of travel restrictions, a watch list that could warn of nations in danger of being downgraded on the COVID danger list. That's a move that industry officials say would make many people decide to stay home and potentially hurt thousands of businesses. But... We'll just monitor to see what Boris Johnson and um, his people in Britain do regarding the constantly changing COVID situation in Europe and also here in the United States. A lot of people apparently in the last week finally decided to get vaccinated, at least get their first jab amid reports that the Delta variant is spreading quite rapidly in some parts of the country. WNBF News Time, 745. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. As we have reported previously, Binghamton University is planning to return to full capacity spectator events for the upcoming season. Tickets for the 2021-2022 basketball season, men's and women's basketball season tickets go on sale today. Binghamton's Fall Home Athletic Contest, which include the ticketed sports of men's soccer, women's soccer, and volleyball, will go on sale in a couple of weeks. Less than four months after the team's run to the America East title game, Binghamton women's soccer will be back on the pitch for its preseason. Sixth-year head coach 
Neil Bonacargi brings his 27-member squad back to campus today. Head for that crew, which consists of five seniors, two juniors, correction, five juniors, six sophomores, and 11 freshmen. 16 days of training before the scheduled owner, or opener against uh, Siena. So they'll be traveling to Siena August 19th. The tentative 18-game schedule features nine non-conference games and nine games against America East members. So we wish the Binghamton women's soccer team the best. Now, baseball action. Rumble Ponies wrapped up their series against the Yard Goats in Hartford with a win. Hartford had a big first inning with five runs, but that was all the scoring for the Goats. So um, Binghamton managed to score two runs in the first, single runs in the second and fourth innings, and two runs in the fifth. So the final in Hartford last night was 6-5. to five. Teams have today off, and then Binghamton returns home tomorrow night to host the Portland Sea Dogs. I'm hoping to see some Sea Dogs activity. I actually love Portland. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe all six games will end end in ties <laughs> tomorrow through Sunday. No, they won't. But uh, well, I'll be rooting, of course, primarily for the Rumble Ponies. But say if Sea Dogs win a couple, I won't be too upset. In Major League play. Yesterday, the Mets lost to Cincinnati in Queens, 7-1. Tonight, the Mets will be down in Miami to start a series against the Marlins. Yesterday, the Yankees wrapped up their series against the Marlins with a win, 3-1. The Yankees will host Baltimore tonight in the Bronx. And uh, an Olympic note... Simone Biles will return to competition in Tokyo. The 2016 Olympic champion will compete in the balance beam finals tomorrow. That's the latest in the world of sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF, and WNBF.com. Well, U.S. markets will be opening in just over an hour at 9.30. Well, a little less than two hours, I guess. And uh, it's looking promising as we start the new business week. Let's get an update with Jim Ryan from ABC. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Despite slippage on the final trading day of July, the major stock indexes managed their sixth straight month of overall gains. The Dow Jones closed down 149 points on Friday at 34,935. The S&P 500 slipped 24 points. The Nasdaq Composite gave up 105. Worries over China's faltering economy and higher output from OPEC countries helped to push down oil prices this morning. A new survey shows Chinese factory activity slipping last month. Brent crude fell nearly 1% overnight. It's called wage compression. Businesses that have had to boost starting salaries to fill empty positions find themselves offering retention bonuses to keep experienced workers. It's happening at more and more companies around the country. Amazon's problem is a lack of elbow room. The online retailer is said to be running out of warehouse space. Reuters reports that Amazon plans to open as many as 500 new facilities in the next few years. Jim Ryan, ABC News. 
750 at WNBF. And uh, again, the Dow futures, NASDAQ futures, and the S&P futures all looking up at this point. Dow futures up 114 points. NASDAQ futures up 72 points. And the S&P futures are up 15 points. So markets will open in 100 minutes from right now. It's interesting story from uh, Brussels from the Associated Press. The majority of low-income families in the European Union can't afford a summer holiday, according to a study. That's more than 35 million people. The European Trade Union Confederation apparently talked with some folks whether they plan to go on holiday this summer. It says 28% of EU citizens don't have the means to enjoy even a one-week holiday away from home. The study stressed that this rose to almost 60% for people whose income fell below the at-risk-of-poverty threshold, which is 60% of national median income be interesting to see statistics in the United States. How many people say they can't afford to even take a week away from home to enjoy a summer holiday? Maybe we could have an autumn holiday in New England. Become a leaf peeper for a week. Maybe in Vermont. That would be nice. 7.52 at News Radio 1290, WNBF coming up at 8 o'clock, ABC with the latest national and world news at 8.04. Kathy White live from the WNBF News Center with the local and regional update on News Radio 1290. The Don Giovanni Show. Hello, friends. I'm back, back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back with me, Old Brown Eyes, and Sundays from noon to 3. That's right, an Italian house party get-together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. Monday morning, WNBF, exactly six months after Groundhog Day. I always take a moment to think about Punxsutawney Phil, as well as the other popular Groundhogs, too, that, that receive all the attention, all the notoriety that happens with being a Groundhog <clears throat> on February 2nd. And then, six months later, here it is, August 2nd, and they're sitting there, and I know for a fact, Punxsutawney Phil, I think, hangs out at the Punxsutawney Public Library when he's not in demand, and he and his understudy, they just sit there and do nothing. No, Nobody, for the most part, cares until February 2nd. So anyway, Groundhog Day, coming up in six months. I wonder if he'll see his shadow. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 
7.55, and we are pleased as punch to report that there are no big travel problems around the Twin Tiers. My favorite highways, glad you asked, 17, 81, 86, 88, 363, 434, 201, and who could forget, 962J, even though the DOT took down the signs. I still have a warm spot in my heart for 962J, even though they put up the signs by mistake, and then they took them down. No problems on any area roadways at the moment. Forecast from the National Weather Service. Looks like a good day and a good week overall, starting off with mostly cloudy skies, gradually becoming sunny today, high 74, mainly clear tonight. There will be some patchy fog, low 49. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high 78. Wednesday, sunny, high 80. Now, let's run through the entire forecast. Doesn't really get much better than this in summer. In the Twin Tiers, mostly sunny Thursday, high 81. Mostly sunny Friday, high 83. Then things start to warm up for the weekend with mostly sunny skies on Saturday and Sunday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. The temperatures in the mid to upper 80s. High of 86 on Saturday, high of 87 on Sunday. Right now, it's a pleasant 57 in downtown Binghamton. At News Radio 1290, WNBF, where news breaks first. As we uh, mentioned earlier on First News Binghamton, something big happened 50 years ago in local media. And even though I was a young lad, I was very interested in news. And so on July 31st, 1971, when the front page story on the evening press, when it was an afternoon paper, the front page story said press company purchases the Sun Bulletin, survival of Sun Bulletin assured by action, I knew that I needed to save that newspaper. And so even 50 years later, I pulled it out on Saturday, 50 years after that issue came out where it said survival of Sun Bulletin assured by the action of Gannett acquiring the newspaper, I uh, reviewed the newspaper with interest. It's interesting to see some of the assertions that were made back in 1971 as media consolidation was just getting started in Binghamton. Little did we know what would happen in the next several decades. They said after the press acquired the Sun Bulletin. After the deal was completed, there would be a total of 334 employees for the Gannett newspapers in Binghamton. Can you imagine if Gannett employed 334 people in Broome County today? That'd be- Coming up, ABC News, then the local report from the WNBF News Center. Then it's Binghamton Now with your phone calls and a couple of guests, Endicott Mayor Linda Jackson and Horizons Federal Credit Union President Mario DeFolvio with news about the upcoming merger. All that, maybe a few surprises. The Monday edition of Binghamton Now starts in about 10 minutes. I'm Bob Joseph on WNBF. 